and welcome to my Xbox and me, episode 409. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, alongside the one and only, the reactor himself, Crash. How are you? I'm doing good. Good, I'm glad. I'm glad you're doing good. That's good. Yeah. We're going to talk a lot about reactions soon, Crash. A lot about reactions. But until then, mm-hmm. the one and only, Matt P Video is here with us as well. Yeah, Duck Matt. Gang. Matt, gang. I feel like I haven't spoken to you in ages. <laughs> I know, it does feel like a while, right? But it's because you did a podcast without me and a reaction without me. So you've done like two bits of my Xbox and me content and I have not been here. And therefore, it feels like I've been gone for a long time. Also, I missed our eighth, not eighth birthday. And so I apologize for that. Thanks for throwing us under the bus like that. Thank you. Thanks for doing maths badly. Well, I I didn't confirm it either, by the way. Like literally someone could have just said that. I've ran with it and went, yeah, Matt, you're wrong. I didn't confirm it. I didn't look at the actual... No, I didn't, didn't do the math. I mean, I was definitely wrong. Oh, I was I'm, definitely bad math. I knew you were wrong. I knew you were wrong. But I still didn't confirm it. So, you know, just how it is. Just how it is. Just gives you more time to get in touch with Phil Spencer and get him on 416. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Big Papa Phil. Big Papa Phil swing by. 100%. He's ready. 100%. 100%. If you didn't know, this is My Xbox and Me, our weekly Xbox podcast, right here on YouTube.com slash My Xbox and Me and all pod podcast services uh make sure you go review us over on your podcast service of choice preferably spotify press prefer it's not preferably spotify it's preferably apple music uh mm. or apple podcast i guess is what they actually call it uh give us five stars give us a nice review we love reading them out on the show every single week uh patreon producer this week is the one and only erin thank you very much for your continued support erin uh topic of the show this week boys playstation had their 2023 showcase yesterday as of the, we were recording this we're recording this the 25th of the 5th or the 5th of the 25th depends if you're in america um and there was a lot shown, and to be totally honest with you, there was a lot that's coming to Xbox at this showcase, so we get to talk about it um, in yeah. an interesting way. Uh, in no particular order, and we do... Should we go with... Um, no, we won't go with the question first. We'll do the question at the end. Uh, but in no particular order, there was a few things that got shown. Uh, first up on my list is Immortals of Avum? 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 I think I said that correctly. Um, oh, no, do you know what? No, stop. I'm jumping before I'm jumping before I've even ran before we run through all this. We should probably talk about the show itself, shouldn't we? Really, because yeah. I've, I've kind of done the, I've done a, done a little bit of a disservice there. I apologise. I'm jumping in. I'm I'm way too hot. I'm way too hot. I need to slow down. I need to slow down. I need to relax. I need to chill. Crash. Yeah. What did you think of the showcase? The pacing was awful. Agreed. I think that, like straight up, I don't think anybody can argue against that. The pacing was awful, and I think the show wouldn't have been as poorly received if the pacing wasn't as bad a Agreed. b i think if this was an if this was a showcase that popped in the middle of the year where people it wasn't e3 season i think this would have been a fine showcase right um, yeah i think you got a lot a wide range of games you got indie games you got some first party games you got some bigger titles some announcements and stuff like that but the fact this was playstation's conference First conference in two years. Yeah. Yeah. A kind of a lackluster conference. Because, like, I look at the announcements, I'm like, oh, there's actually some good announcements, some cool stuff shown here, some indie games that are neat looking and stuff like that. But then you're like, but it's PlayStation's, like, big E3 conference. I think that's a little unfair. And I do think people and the media hyped it up a little bit more than PlayStation really did. But it still got hyped up at the end of the day. 
Matt, what did you think of the show? If you did, you get a chance to watch it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think I'm more positive on it, but than both of you, seemingly. Like, yeah, I thought it was a good show. Like, like, you know, the, the PlayStation never really do the whole like, hey, we're on a stage and we're gonna talk to you for ages, and you know, it's always just rattling off the trailers and stuff, and so that keeps the pace of it up, I think. And Ooh. um, I, it was, I, it was, I disagree with you on pacing. Their pacing's it, usually really good. Yeah, the pacing here was not good. I agree. These weird cuts into like these scenes that were like, "Oh, we're gonna introduce a really cool game." They did one in the middle of the VR games, and I'm like, "Okay, VR games are done." And they went back into VR More games. VR games. Cared about. Yeah. Like the pacing was bad. They also went from hit game to like three or four games nobody cares about to like an okay game to like oh a really good game. Sure, sort sure. And, and the type of games all over the place. The pacing just I don't think was good from beginning to end because there's sure. uh, drag dragon's dogma just talking about that that got announced the pacing into that left made that trailer feel lackluster like, that's I agree. a big announcement yeah yeah okay i agree with that is that, is Metal that a Gear solid issue? one is that a pacing yeah. issue or just not having a, the content issue i think that's no because i think if you have the content that was shown and we'll go for it later on and you just pace it better I don't, I don't understand why if you do a showcase like this, you do not open big. You open big, you close big. Those are, those are, those are to me, it, it sets the tone for the whole show going through. Like, sure. they, they could have opened with Snake Eater and they could have closed with Spider-Man. And, yeah, I, and right. we all knew Snake The problem is, the problem with Snake Eater, obviously, it was, it was leaked, right? But yeah. they opened and it was like, slow, slow. Slow, slow. And oh, slow, slow. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Slow, slow. And then by the end, I'm sitting there going, just get to Spider-Man. Just get to Spider-Man. Just get to Spider-Man. Like, we know what we... we and again, they tried, they tried to add, like, tried to throw us off a little bit with the way they introed Spider-Man to like it felt like. Maybe it wasn't, but that's that's kind of how it felt to yeah, me. No, it was I like, so. oh, oh, it might be, oh, is this Wolverine? Oh, my God. It could have been Wolverine. Um, but... Yeah, yeah. Ultimately, it was Spider Man. But yeah, go on. Sorry, you've not had a chance to say have your say. No, so no, please no. Do. I, yeah, I just think like from a production standpoint, like it was it was good and it was fine. And and like, uh, yeah, I didn't I didn't think oh the pacing's really off. But I I totally hear what you guys are saying. I do think that there were like very notable admissions. And like you say, <clears throat> a lot of this is coming elsewhere. Like like we didn't get a new thing from Naughty Dog. We didn't even see Last of Us Factions, which I thought was like... Nuts. If we had done a prediction episode, I would have nabbed that off the bat because I yeah. think we would have all gone for it. I would have got... Yeah. I would have got nothing, I just want to say. Nah, you... Episode, I'm pretty sure I would have got nothing. One of us would have had Snake Eater because it got leaked. But no, the, I, none of us would That's have cheating. Snake Eater because I would have allowed it to go through. I would have, and I'm the boss I would not here. be a prediction. No, 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 no. Um, so yeah, even the things that were like a big surprise, and I think, I, I think you are right, like Dragon's Dogma should have been a bigger surprise than it felt like it was. Yeah. Um, and and so yeah, I think that should have got a bigger pop than it was. And and I don't feel like maybe it was the best trailer in the world. Um, no, but, but yeah. So yeah, I would I would give it a solid B. No, not minus. even. Yeah. Okay. All right. Here from, we go. Minus from out a here. one to ten. From a one to ten, what would you give? Six. That? Oh, sorry. I'm, I'm give it six. <laughs> yeah. Six. A six or seven. I think six. more than a seven. It's like no, no, no. I, I think a seven. I think I'd put it at a seven. I think when you can make an argument for seven, I think you can make an argument for a seven. Because I don't think. Know... Sorry, one question. 
I don't think it was like a poor quality of games shown, right? I think mm. there was a large variety, especially recently. People have been talking about PlayStation's only focused on big AAA third party game, third person games, right? Yeah. And here it's like, okay, it's a lot of third party games we're showing off. A lot of it's coming to PlayStation. We're giving limelight to a lot of games that wouldn't get it otherwise, mm. which PlayStation hasn't been doing, right? Yeah. I just don't think it was done well, is my thing. There is also a chance here that Keeley has stolen some of the, the big hitters, which would be mad for PlayStation to let, allow him to do it. But well, like, they have. I Alan Wake. Yeah. Alan Wake 2. Alan Wake 2 Alan doesn't Wake hit 2. as heavy as it has because it didn't have gameplay. It was still good, yeah. but it wasn't as heavy as it, it could have been because it didn't have gameplay. Yeah. And then we find out that Jeff Keighley has the gameplay. You're like, wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. And there could um, be a Death Stranding 2. It wouldn't surprise me if Factions is at Summer Game Fest now because he has a decent relationship with Neil Druckmann. Like... I don't no, know. No way. Factions would have been here. Yeah, I know. They showed. They showed I mean, they talked about factions on stage. At, um, they also promoted sure, the TV show. They didn't have a conference, though. Yeah. yeah no, right? I, I, I hear what you're saying, but like, I don't know. Yeah, but that's not how those are done. I don't think we see Death Stranding 2 there either. I think we'll see Kojima to some fashion. I'd be shocked if we see Death I see yeah. Xbox giving the Death Str uh, the, uh, the Kojima uh, announcement to Jeff Keighley more than I do PlayStation giving yeah. factions. To Jeff Keighley. I think, I because with Xbox, I think the announcement goes over with more, goes better with more fans if it's done at the... I, yeah, Summer Game Fest. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Agreed. Yeah, I, yeah, I, don't, I don't disagree. I don't... I was excited. I let me, let me, let me. I, I was excited. I was excited for this showcase. It was the first time back reacting in a long time for me. Um, I was looking for a reason to turn on my PlayStation um after a a while of it sitting stagnant for me um and they didn't deliver in that and they didn't even deliver on on like a oh, what was that that painting game they had uh that came out playstation had um, oh concrete or something like that. yeah concrete genie um oh, they didn't even have like a second party title like that they didn't it to me when i, I play my playstation for exclusives right that's why i play my playstation and all this showcase did for me was go Oh, Xbox are not that far behind then, clearly. Like, because I was, I've been running with the narrative that Xbox are like, they're in trouble, they're dead, they haven't got much, do, 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 do. and then you go, huh, they got Spider-Man, they got Wolverine, we didn't see Wolverine, but we, let's talk about things we saw, right? They got Spider-Man. Spider-Man, they have the they have, um, Phantom Blade, Phantom Blade. Uh, uh, Phantom Blade Zero, which project, yeah, yeah Phantom yeah. Blade Zero, it looked amazing. Yeah. Um, what else? That, what else was here that I was like? Well, this the, is uh, it. And, and... Home shooter. Oh yeah, the the square game. The, the one everybody wants, excited for. Yeah, yeah. yeah Splatoon, but on yes, PlayStation. Splatoon. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, and it's and there were interesting omissions there, right? Like I thought again, we were a shoe in to see Silent Hill, and it didn't happen. Right. So how far off is that game now? Really do, far, I think. Do yeah. we think? The fact there was not a lot of first-party games, that the timing is a little bit odd with the whole CMA situation, the FTC situation. You think they're just Jeff, trying to pretend like they don't have exclusives now? I don't think that's what the case is, but I would be remiss not to like point out the timing, right? I don't think that's what the case is. I think like they just didn't have a lot to show, and they didn't want to show stuff that's not even remotely close. Yeah, I think that's probably right. And... <sighs> Again, we haven't got to the content of what is actually shown here yet, but like, also, are we going to talk about that tablet? Like, I've seen that there's been more information that's come out about it. Oh, there is? Okay, cool. 
Well, I'll save it. I'll save my 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 thoughts for that then later. Um, yeah, I just thought overall it just wasn't it wasn't what I was expecting from a Sony showcase. Honestly, mm. I was expecting a lot more. I expected them to to come out and show more. Maybe they've learned because they definitely showed Last of Us quite early um a long time ago and got blasted for it because they kept showing it kept showing it same thing with um oh what am i forgetting um god of war god of war thank you um so maybe they've learned their lessons of like okay we're not gonna show so much too early anymore and though that's that's probably best for the consumers that's not what i like i like to see things early so i know they exist and i know that i'm I'm, i'm gonna use this piece of plastic box that i've bought I think they learned a lesson that Microsoft learned sort of recently as well, where they did the, here's what's coming out in six months. Yeah. And then a lot of those fell through and it went all over the place. Mm -hmm. I think they learned a similar type of lesson from this of people are just trashing. Like everybody, almost everybody, except for like the hardcore of hardcore Sony fans are trashing on this conference, I feel like. I agree. I agree. Or down on it, even if they, they're they not hating it. They're like, oh, that wasn't really what I was expecting. And it was lackluster and things the like that. The problem is, is when you take a year off. When you take a year off, that yeah. signals to people that you didn't have enough to show. So then it means that you should have double. That's the, 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 the way people think as well. You didn't yeah. have enough to show that year. So you clearly have double the amount to show now, including myself. I think I was very much in that mindset as well. It's like... Oh, this is gonna be this is gonna be big. I felt like this was gonna be a big show for them, and it just it just wasn't. It just wasn't that. So, yeah. I, I, I mean, they got the headlines they wanted with Metal Gear, with new pieces of hardware, with Metal did. Gear headlines have been out because of the leak. Well, okay, fine, sure, but you know, you know what I mean. And like Spider Man, yeah. right? Like, yeah, but they don't they don't benefit from. I think this is the point. Like Spider Man, yes, I agree. Spider-Man, I think, is the, the, the knight in shining armor here of this entire showcase, right? It comes out, everyone's excited for it. Uh, we see some some really nice, cool, different gameplay. Um, mm. It isn't just a rinse and repeat, here's another Spider-Man, which didn't think it would be from Insomniac, to be honest with you. Um, but it's also nice to have that um, be reinforced when you've seen it for yourself, right? Yeah. Um, I agree with you, but I just don't think it, like, Metal Gear got the headlines playstation didn't spider-man sure. spider-man will give yeah. them like cool what else came out and was like the big thing like there isn't anything i think there's an interesting conversation to be had about how as a community we generally get mad when or annoyed when all these games third-party games particularly end up being exclusive to yeah. playstation and now they put the limelight on games that aren't exclusive on them and the reactions like completely similar in the similar ballpark where people are like what is this mess and where are the exclusives right i think it's it's to do i think it it comes back to to do with all of the cma and the activision deal and and all of that i think that's what what this is i think it's there's a big competition right now between xbox and playstation as much as phil wants to say there isn't there is and and i feel like we're all as video game fans we just want great video games number one that's what we care about right like but it's fun to sit here on a podcast with your mates and talk about the battle of the industry and i think for us it's like i'm looking at it from a a observer's point of view going 
Yeah, you didn't come out. And, it's like a boxing match. You didn't come out and fight for your. For, you didn't come out and fight. You defended. Yeah. Like it felt like it's, a defense showcase more than an offense showcase. It's, where it's like, well, we got Final Fantasy 16. Nobody gives a shit about seeing Final Fantasy 16 anymore. Like, do you know I, the problem? <laughs> yeah, they've shown so much Final Fantasy 16 that at this point, it's like it, it literally hit like, us Final and it fell away. 16, Final Fantasy 16 and Street Fighter 6, I did not think we would see here because we've seen so much of those games. That when those games popped up, I was like, okay, cool, I'm excited for those games. But those games don't add. They more, they kind of remove from the experience because it's like, oh, it's taking up a slot there. Because I already know I'm excited for those games and people who aren't and don't like them already know that they don't want those games. Yeah. I, I, you can't blame them for, especially um, they've got the marketing rights for Street Fighter 6, if I'm not mistaken, um, and Final Fantasy 16 is an exclusive game on their platform, which we'll talk about a little later in the show. Um, you can't blame them for putting those games in this showcase, but it's just one of those things where it's like, okay, put them in earlier in the showcase so you get them out yeah. of the way. Like This comes back to our pacing. Like I'm, you're, you're so excited for Final Fantasy 16. I'm lukewarm on on it. Like I, I really want to like it. I think I'm gonna like the gameplay. Don't think I'm gonna enjoy the story as much as I think I want to. Um, but just get those out of the way. Like literally, Snake Eater, Final Fantasy 16, Street Fighter 6. If those came out and went bum bum bum, then we had a lull period of not. And when I say lull period, it's kind of mean because, like. It's, they're just not games. Game. They're just not games that interest yeah. me. Like then we had some of these lesser known games. Then Project um, uh, Project Blade Zero was that right? Um, Phantom Blade Zero. Phantom Blade, Blade Zero. Zero. Thank you. Then that drops. You go, oh, a new game, and then it just has a whole different feel to it because you've been hit with leak game we already know about. Game we already know about. Then you put them in a low period of games we don't don't really. Most people on a on a more AAA sense don't really care about. Then this cool game that looks flipping amazing gets shown, and like you're already like this. And with PlayStation, it felt very. And for the listeners, I'm going up and down with my hand movements. Um, for for um, for for what we got, it was just one. It was one gear. It felt like a. Yeah. We, we, we were stuck in first gear throughout the entire show until we got to Spider Man, and then we was like, now be excited. That was dope. Spider-Man was dope, yeah. but it wasn't dope enough to carry the whole conference, I feel Agreed. like. And I also want to iterate that if it wasn't a PlayStation conference, I think this would have been a very solid conference. Yeah. The fact that it was a PlayStation conference, they haven't been here for two years. This just sort of leaves a PlayStation fan, not even just like a video game fan in general. Like, where are PlayStations? Where is PlayStation, right? Yeah. Where are their exclusive? What is um, not Sony Santa Monica? We're not going to know what they're working on, but where is Factions right now, right? What is Sucker Punch working on? What are all these games? Like, where are the first party stuff? And we did see some first party stuff, but we saw a CGI trailer, two CGI, three CGI trailers with uh, the Destiny one, which I guess is sort of relevant. If you play Destiny, that one yeah. would be forgettable. Uh, Marathon and the Firewalk game, which was the heist type. Uh, pvp game yeah whatever i don't know exactly what that game is yeah so i think yeah go on sorry i was gonna say like no, i think please. some of the announcements are stunted slightly by being very similar to each other oh, like yes. we kicked off with like hyenas and then we had like marathon which should be like fucking hell a new ip from bungie a new shooter ip from bungie let's go but it looks like one of the most generic shooters i've ever uh, seen like no so Here's the thing about Marathon. Apparently, that is a pretty hype announcement because it's a. A lot of people game. are hyped for that. They are. It's a Bungie made it. 
It's a returning game. It's uh, oh. Bungie made that before they did Halo. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. You say so. So <laughs> I, I was with you when I first saw it, and then I started hearing about it. I'm like, okay, that's actually a pretty but good announcement. My point is, even even the graphics package for Marathon is very similar to Hyenas. Like the branding itself feels very similar to Hyenas, and like I don't know, like it just didn't feel interesting to me. But it should because it's a fucking shooter from Bungie. Fight me. Well, we haven't seen the gameplay yet. Sure. You know? I, then, I think then, that's where Bungie excels. We haven't seen gameplay, and that is one of the like the downsides of it. But then um, it's another point, right? Of like beyond Spider-Man, what am I excited to play on my PlayStation? Well, yeah. Marathon ain't it because well, that must be fucking miles off. And Marathon it's coming to Xbox. Is, it's coming to Xbox. Yeah. Oh well, okay then. Never mind. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh yeah, the, let's get. Uh, we'll go through. Let's go through. Let's go through everything that's coming to yeah, Xbox yeah. from this showcase. Uh, you had Immortals of Avum. Uh, I believe I said that correctly. Uh, that was the. It looked like a spell casting type. It looks great. Yeah. yeah. yeah it looked, it looked, I'm with you. I'm with you. It looks it, very cool. It looked fine. Like, like Destiny, but with like Oblivion, Skyrim. Okay, why, do you oh. <laughs> why do you always go to Destiny when you compare? It, it looks like Destiny. It doesn't look nothing <laughs> like Destiny. Nothing like it Destiny. It looks like a first-person shooter it with looks, creepy monster things. Destiny. It looks like you gave. Um, That's ninety percent of video you, games. <laughs> it looks like sure. you went to Skyrim and you gave it a couple of shot, a couple of shots of steroids, and you're like, go do sure. some shit. Sure. It looks interesting for people who enjoy those type of games. One hundred percent. Not for me. Um... Yeah, it has um, it has um, the lawyer woman from uh, Suits in it as uh, one of the main yes. actresses. Yeah. I don't remember yes, her name, unfortunately, but um, yeah, I know her from Suits. So um, yeah, very it was cool. Uh, the next big one that's on this list is in no particular order, like I said, uh, Assassin's Creed Mirage. Again, I am I work with Ubisoft quite closely. Take everything I say with a pinch of salt. Um, it was everything I think. Uh, Assassin's Creed fans wanted and probably more if I'm being honest um, it looks like it is going back to the Assassin's Creed roots um, it looks like it is going back to stealth it looks like it is going back to what made Assassin's Creed special for a lot of people in Assassin's Creed 1 and 2 and and those 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 games outside of like obviously your origins and those games I think for uh, Assassin's Creed to me it, it I hope people support this is the thing that worries me the most. Um, I think the trailer did a great job of really selling you what it is and saying to you that we are going back. Because obviously we've seen trailers. Remember, I remember um, Odyssey when that when that got shown and they started. They tried to do the stealth, the stealth takedowns and things like that. And it was like, I remember me and Chris spoke about. It and was like, oh my god, stealth's back. And it was like. Mm, I'll believe it when I play it. Like this one, I actually I, believe it. Because yeah, <laughs> this one, this one looked like it was straight out old yeah. Assassin's Creed self, not like um, situational sort of self, which is what they always showed before when they were showing it the last few times. This one looked like it was straight up. You could have told me that this is Assassin's Creed One remake to a degree, yeah. and I was yeah. like, yeah, I could see it. <clears throat> even even to the parkour, right? Like of like. Yeah. Oh, I'm outnumbered. I'm going to run away and and flip off this box onto this railing and flip. Like, yeah, it feels like Assassin's Creed One and Two again. So excited, so happy. Yeah, it looks it looks really good. Could be heartbroken. Could be setting myself up for massive heartbreak, and that almost wouldn't surprise me either at this point. But I would. I don't I, think, I think so. I would be shocked. I think I, I would be yeah. shocked if it ends like, up. Like you said, we game. we had a not dissimilar discussion around Odyssey. And so I'm I'm trying to yeah. temper my own expectations here. Okay, that's fair. The the only thing about Odyssey and um, 
oh well, uh-huh. I'm forgetting it Valhalla uh is that they were very much still the origin type of game they were like we're just sure. adding stealth back this is like no it is like those old school games from the ground up so a little well, we'll distinction there but I get I understand the hesitancy exactly I, I yeah I don't I don't want my heart broken again crash so I'm gonna I'm gonna hold it tight I uh... Yeah, this didn't, this, again, I think that's part of the reason why this showcase didn't do nothing for me, because, like, I, I like Assassin's Creed the way it is now. I very much enjoy the big open worlds and the RPG and uh, type game that it is today. Like, those, I enjoyed those worlds. Yes, sorry, hit me. Please, Crash. Yes, Crash. Crash, hand up, please. You, Mr. Crash. Uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. You, you like the game. You put a lot of time I've put a lot of time like into that game. Yeah, how much, how much is a lot of time? Probably so. If you it, here's what I'm just gonna tell you: if you don't tell me at least like 60 hours, you're irrelevant to this conversation. I'm irrelevant. I've become irrelevant. You, you want the game to be bigger and, and I never said that. I never said that. I never said that. I never said I want. Just talking about. No, I didn't. I didn't. I said, said I like it. I said, said I like, like these games. I like what yeah, they yeah, are. Like not, I enjoy. It. No, that's not true. Look, hey, my life dictates <laughs> the way I do <laughs> things <laughs> way differently from most people's lives. And I put, but I played the the expansions. I put like thirty hours in the expansions alone. How much? Okay. How much time of that was done during a Ubisoft stream? Doesn't matter. I get paid to play video games. Okay. Okay. <laughs> what are you trying to do to me here? To specific game. I get. I'm just trying to understand the situation fully. That's all. I'm... I just want to understand. Context is important. Context is king. I don't like it when mommy and daddy fight. I will openly admit that the last Assassin's Creed, being Valhalla, did slip past me. I start. I have played the opening of that game three times now. So yeah, that whether that's good or bad, who knows? But um, yeah, it's one of those ones. But Assassin's Creed Mirage looks really good. I do, in, I do, I do like what I saw. Um, I hope it's a smaller experience. If I'm being totally honest with you, I hope, I imagine it will be because of the type of game it is. Um, I'd love for this to be a 10, 20 hour experience. Go in, play the game, experience how I want, and then dip. Um, but I hope this doesn't. I hope this doesn't. Um, mean we don't get the Odysseys and the Valhalla's of the world, which I don't think they will. I generally think they're going to find a balance between um, what you want from an Assassin's Creed and what I want from an Assassin's Creed. And when I say balance, I don't mean they're going to find a balance within the games. I think they're going to find a balance being they're getting two separate games. <laughs> yeah, they just talked about like. Uh, increasing the workforce for Assassin's Creed by 40% yeah. or whatever. Um, that makes sense. I think the Valhalla type of games make way too much money in its DLC and uh, the money people put into cosmetics and stuff like that for those games, um, for them not to keep investing in those. I think, if anything, Mirage will be an offshoot, which would be sad to me, but I think that would be the only thing that happens. I don't think the Odyssey type of games go away anytime soon. Agreed. Great. Mm-hmm. Next up, Alan Wake 2 was shown finally. We got to see um we got to see at least the atmosphere for what Alan take Alan Wake 2 will be uh showing. It looks graphically it looks amazing. Um really, really cool. Uh got some high key actors in it again. Um again, I'm forgetting her name, the person who plays the cop in this. It looks like they're playable as well. Um mm-hmm. Remedy again, I enjoy Remedy games. Um 
they've always been they've always been a game that i've i enjoy um and this game looks looks really good it looks like a worthy sequel to be honest with you i know chris you didn't like alan wake one matt ever played yeah. alan wake no no control was my first remedy game and it's <sighs> bloody great and i love it yeah um but i've never found the uh, the kind of passion to go back to an alan wake one Alan Wake one's so good. No, I respect it. I do respect it. But Alan Wake one is so so good. It looks like you're gonna need to have played Alan Wake one to understand Alan Wake two. To be honest with you, nah. watch a YouTube video. Do you know what I mean? Alan Wake no, one. I just play it. And it's a bad story if they don't pull you in if you never played the first one. I'm, Maybe I'm, I'll play it. I'm so excited. On my phone through the cloud. The way it was meant to be played. Uh, it has an October release date. It does have an October like release date. Like or something like that. You are um, and you were right. I'm pretty sure they came out and said uh, two playable protagonists. Yeah. The one from Alan and uh, the uh, cop chick. Yeah. So. Yup, yup, yup. Uh, Full Metal Matty writes in and says, Thoughts on Alan Wake 2 being digital only? Do you think it would have had a larger attach rate if it was physical? I know some people uh, still don't have reliable internet to download this. If they did choose to get it, I think the whole day one patch argument is stupid. It will still get, uh, it will still get that, but digitally. Um, yeah, bit I surprised. Bit surprised. Sorry, go on, go on. I'll let you go. I, I think there's a misunderstanding as to why they're going digital only. It's not to avoid the day one patch. It's because of the day one patch. People have to download a big chunk of the game regardless. And a lot of games still make you download stuff even without a day one patch as well. Yeah. Yeah. Forgive me if I'm wrong, but wasn't Jedi Survivor, I think there was like 200 megabytes of, of data on that disc, disc and you had to download the entire game anyway. And so... With the industry is just moving in this way, and, and like, yes, it's not fair for people who don't have great internet. Um, but this is the first of many games that will yeah. do this this year, and next year it'll it's be even more, and the year after will be even more. Like, also important for Alan Wake is it's keeping the sixty dollar price tag, and that's one of the reasons. That's one of the reasons they say. I believe it. I believe what you want. I look digital they want to get rid of digital uh at the end of the day uh epic sorry they want to get rid of physical at the end of the day epic well, epic game store is not in the market of physical media yeah why would they want you to have this game physically um i see there's a lot of uh talk about this game obviously uh about it not coming to steam as well and it's like look the people who care about this epic. game are going to support it are going to buy it and the people who don't want to won't it's as simple as that there's nothing more you can really say on the matter it's a shame it's not getting a physical uh, a physical release i'll be honest well i'd like to me um, that's gone uh who are the people that put out saints row why am i forgetting their Oh, Palad, they changed their name, didn't they? It's Pal play, on. play on, play on, no, Palon. No, 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 the big, the big company that bought them. Oh, uh, oh God, uh, um, the media group, the media group, Embracer, uh, Embracer, yeah. Embracer, Embracer put out, responded to their tweet that they would put out a physical version. They worked on Alan Wake one. Who knows if that goes anywhere? That's probably just sort of whatever. Yeah, but you never know. Um, so maybe they will get physical versions. Um. I die. I don't know. I don't think it's. They might still do it, like it, a collector's edition that gets you like some merch and a code to the game. That wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, but that's not physical. That's I, not I, I, I hear you. Physical. I hear you. That's still digital. There's a gap in yeah. the market. Just go go to Etsy and start making your own physical editions of games and yeah. just sell boxes with blank CDs in them. People will buy them. 
facts people would buy so as a full price game there's actually absolutely nothing on the game i found the disc it's literally gone to Poundland and picked up a dvd like we yeah. found you found a dvd out of nowhere like what the hell you put it in your your xbox and it actually plays like dirty dancing it's like what the hell is this <laughs> um nuts uh next up you had ghost runner 2 obviously announced here at the show uh again everything we're talking about here was shown at the playstation showcase but it's also coming to xbox um i like the look of ghost runner uh was never my type of game um but I know people enjoyed this game. Did it come out on PC like first beforehand and then ends yeah. up making it to self the consoles? Um, yeah. Yeah. So I was trying to. I'm very excited for this. I Did think you play the first one? Looks like, yes. I think it looks like a nice improvement from the first one. I'm excited to see what they do with it. Ah. Uh, no experience with Ghost Runner. Looks flashy, looks cool, doesn't it? But um, yeah, I, I, I mean, maybe I'll play it. Sure. If Crash comes back and says Game of the Year contender, let's do it. It won't. Is it um, not this year though? Next year, I think. I don't remember if it had a release date. I'll be honest with you. Cool. Uh, the Talion's uh, Principle Two. If I said that correctly, Talos. Talos. Thank you. Um, that also got announced. Uh, what? What was this? Was this the puzzle game one? It looked like yes. a puzzle game. It was just a CGI trailer of lots of like pyramids and stuff. and stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, but I, I'm not familiar with the Talos principle. Um, but one of the guys I work with absolutely adores it and was very excited for this. So there are people out there who are excited for this. Good on him. Good for them. Good for them. Uh, never. Uh, got a uh a release date. Oh, sorry, got announced as well. Uh, these both of these games were div uh, developed with digital ones. This one was the one from the creators of Gris. Um, and Night in the Woods, right? Oh no, is that a different one? That's a different one. Uh, this one was like the wolf, like this the wolf that gets attacked yes. and very, very artsy, very, very cutesy, very emotional. I would imagine um, comes from a from a, a creator. I've heard I heard of Gris before, so um, yeah. that's always my my touchstone. If I know you made a game that people loved beforehand, I'm more likely to give you a chance. It's, it's, yeah, so for sure, this one also uh, Cat Quest. Um, which I think this was Cat Quest 2, if I'm not mistaken. Um, uh, maybe. I think it was. Uh, Cat Quest uh, also got announced. <laughs> a load of titles that we said, like we said earlier, a load of titles that don't really expect at like a PlayStation showcase. I'm not saying it's not good that they were there, just uh, not what we expected. Uh, Dragon's yeah. Dogma 2, uh, the sequel, a long-awaited sequel. Uh, lots of people are very excited for this game. Um, it... It's one of those games that my I know my brother-in-law especially absolutely loved it. Um, I told Crash that I bought this game actually just to play the Resident Evil demo. I'm pretty <laughs> sure it came with a Resident Evil. Um, wow. Res, I think it was Res Six, um, if I'm not mistaken. One of the Res games um, had a demo or something. This game, this game, I watched this trailer again. This game does actually look really good. To be fair, mm. um, yeah. it's just it was just slapped in in a really odd place for me of the, on the showcase. Um, but yeah, Dragon Dogma 2 is here. And uh, PlayStation, obviously the right place to have an action RPG, right? It's going to be on the RE engine as well. So Very cool. You know it's, yeah, it's going to be wet. You know it's going to be wet. <laughs> um, the RE engine's very impressive. Oh, the RE really engine is ridiculous. I have to, yeah, I don't know why they called it the RE engine is my thing. Like, uh, I feel like it does a disservice to what it is 
it should have been called the Capcom engine or something like that. Yeah, but yeah. I, I I think if it wasn't as successful, I don't know if they would have moved every game onto it. I yeah. think it was just really successful in the beginning and it was the RE engine back then and they just never rebranded it. And at this point, I don't know if it would be worth it for them to rebrand the engine. No, yes, no. You're, you're does right. that really matter to the, to, the, to the average consumer? No, not really. Not wrong. Not wrong. Uh, the plucky squirrel? Squire. Squire. Thank you. I don't know why it's a squirrel. To be honest with you, I was looking at it going, nah, now you say that. Uh, there's no queue. Oh, no. oh, there is a queue. Idiot. Anyway, this was the 2D, 3D um, light game. Very artsy. Very. To be honest, I we were watching this and I was like, I'm not interested in this. And then as soon as it switched from like 2D to 3D, I was like, okay. Nah. This, yeah, is, this sure. is damn interesting. I'm always interested in games that do things differently. And that's that's yeah. always my big thing for for how video games are moving forward. It's just like to see a game that can transition from 2D to 3D the, the way it does is very impressive. Very impressive. Um, yeah. Game you guys are interested in or? 100%. Yeah, very much gave me like almost it, take two, it takes two vibes yep. in like that kind of like, you know, fairy tale toy world. Um, and then, yeah, like Paper Mario vibes, right? Of like, like you say, the switching between environments and stuff. Yeah, really cool idea. Really cute. I'm just hoping it's not like super kitty game. Um, like I want some depth to it, you know. I want some like. I die. I, just, it, I think it's gonna be bit, very kitty. I got, I got burnt by Ravenloft. I mean, to be fair, you can have a kitty game and have it appeal to adults, right? There's not. Sure. You could have like that double hitting game. I just well, with that like, being said, I think if you're hoping that from this game, with a mechanic like in, that where you can significantly yeah. change the world and the way you're playing. I want those like aha moments, you know, of like solving a puzzle and going like feeling like you were smart for doing it. And mm. my fear is that you won't have that because it's targeted at a much, much younger audience. Right. Um, and therefore like we will get very bored. It's a very selfish thing. Like it's a kid's game. Let the kids enjoy it. But also at the same time, I want to play it. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I do get you. I do get you. I think it's going to be a kid's game, though, Matt. So I'm sorry. I know. I'm sorry. For I know. You. I'm I'll sorry. go back to my pick. Next up, you had Teardan, which is already uh, out on PC, uh, making its way to consoles. Uh, this is like the fully destructible. It looks like a Minecraft world, but you go in and your objective of is to go and destroy the entire world in very unique and different ways. Bombs, shooting... Uh, cars, rocket ships, all all those types of things. Um, look cool. It just it, the thing is, it's been out for so long on PC. It's like if I cared about it there, I would have played it by now, and I don't really care about it here. So, yeah, for sure. Next up, Metal Gear Solid. Uh, Metal Gear Solid Delta Snake Eater. Um, obviously, this is the uh, remake of Metal Gear Solid Snake Eater. I never beat Metal Gear Solid Snake Eater. Played it on the PS2, but never beat it. Um, my dumb child brain couldn't understand like why I was dying in the woods and things like that when this game was like I'm pretty sure this is the one where you needed to like eat bugs and stuff if I'm not mistaken right like I'm pretty sure there was some there was something there was something in this game that my brain was just like I'm poisoned or something like that and I was like I didn't understand it I was like I don't like this game anymore no thank you fair enough I've never played Metal Gear so I've never played Snake Eater so You've never played any Metal Gear. Oh, that's not Gear. true. No, I did. I played um, the most recent one, actually. Five. Yeah, it was good. First, I, didn't, I didn't, first, didn't know what the hell was going on, but yeah. First Metal Gear game I played was four. Great experience. 
I but I say that I, I didn't play five. I didn't like. I didn't like the way five was. Great. The open worldness mm -hmm. of five for me was was too much. World games. Oh for fuck's sake! Mm, shut up, Chris. We'll go back to shut up, shut up, Chris. <laughs> God damn it! Uh, next up, you had how are you pronouncing this? Marathon? Marathon? Marathon. It is marathon. Marathon, yeah. See, I overthink things way too much. Mm. Marathon, um, I, I thought this trailer was dead, bro. I'm not going to lie. I, this trailer did nothing for me. For sure. Like totally nothing. Like nothing. It did nothing for me. And then I saw everyone online going absolutely nuts for Marathon. Yeah. And I'm like, this did I nothing think, for me. I think uh, two things. A, Marathon, old franchise getting back. People hyped about that. Two PvP game being made by Bungie. People are very excited about that. Yeah, I think uh, that's it. And 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 you know, if I were PlayStation, I would have thrown a little from the makers of Halo in there, just to fuck with them. <laughs> Ooh, but they didn't. Uh, <laughs> so. I think they want to avoid that. You just spent one point, one point, yeah, something billion right on Bungie. Um, yeah. Like, why would you? Why would you want to remind them of your competition? And Halo and Halo's not exactly in a good state right now. So sure, that, from the makers true. of Halo, in any way, shape, or form, can be misconstrued of what well, you mean that piece of shit we just put that they just put out. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. But maybe you do like a from the makers of Halo Combat Evolved comes a new PlayStation exclusive IP. Because <laughs> they don't want to push that out. Oh, is it not? Oh, no, it's, it's on not. Xbox. That's God, that's yeah. the one. That's the one thing. Is keeping up with uh, Bungie games are going everywhere. We're not going to force them to put them only on. Uh, PlayStation devices. I think it was part yeah. of the deal when they got bought out. It was. Has but like to Sony be. has to agree to that at the end of the day, no? True. Sure. True. Uh, yeah, this this marathon game, I've <laughs> I've never seen it before in my life. I never heard of it before in my life. I I know I knew nothing more, about it. So it came out in nineteen ninety four. So yeah, more information came out afterwards. There was like a special live stream. They had to get like seven thousand viewers or something like that to watch it. Um. Apparently a PvP extraction game with like some PvE elements in it. So very Escape from Tarkov type of game. Oh, um, okay. And it sounds like it's supposed to be like an evolving world where players can discover new stuff that'll change the map and change stuff. We'll see how that works because usually that's a bunch of like filler content that isn't really anything. But if done right, the experience sounds like it could be a very, very cool game. If done right. I think that's the big thing, right? I... I'm done with extraction games. No, I love extraction games. There if they're done, we haven't had a good one yet, like that made sense. Yeah, uh, here are the. I think that's why I'm done with games. it. No, bro, like Tarkov <laughs> is actually a fun game. Sure. If two, it actually made sense. There have been two good exp extraction experiences: Tarkov and um, uh, Division Beta, Dark Zone Beta. Before the actual yeah, game yeah. came out, yeah. yeah, yeah, beta specifically the beta, not the, not the oh, the beta game. was exactly. next so, level, like, beta bro. was really good, so fun. Based on what you just said about there only being one good extraction game, that's not entirely true. The Call of Duty one's actually good. DMZ, it's yeah, not, right. it's not a full, it's not a the problem is, it's not a full game, it's a mode. That's the problem with yeah. it. If they made Call of Duty DMZ and that was a full fledged game i think that game would be really fun sure if they would put the time and the investment yeah. into making it yeah, yeah. i agree but you've hit the nail on the head there with the dark zone beta dark zone beta I, was like nothing else i experienced dark zone beta is the best extraction 
Uh, I haven't well, played Tarkov, so that's a little going out of it. But it was a very, very good experience. I'm sure until Marathon's early access hits, and that'll be fucking phenomenal for 24 hours, and then people will ruin it again, I'm sure. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, next up, and the last thing on our list that came to Xbox, uh, Destiny 2, the final uh, shape, which had Cade in it, which yeah, was huge. No, that is, I know, like, generally, like, the reason that is huge is because I know who that character is from Destiny, and there isn't many characters I know from Destiny, and there was a mini pop there from me where I'm like, oh, he's alive! Am I going to go yeah. back? No, no, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I've seen that sentiment from a lot of people, though. Yeah. Like, oh my god, Cade's back. Am I back in Destiny? I'm back in Destiny. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people were expecting to be, like, completely done with the franchise at this point. Um, yeah. So I think that was a good move on them, marketing-wise. I don't know why they killed him. Uh, I think it had to do with money but also uh i think nathan fillion who was the original voice actor stopped doing him for that expansion and i don't know if he was like i can't do the voice anymore or whatever he's back now for the character i was gonna say sounds like he's back um so i wonder if it was a case of like they got playstation got money <laughs> oh yeah maybe yeah. honestly maybe PlayStation <laughs> bought them and they were like we're only gonna buy you if you bring Kate yeah. back <laughs> we, <laughs> we need Cade. just a really big Cade. uh nathan, nathan fillion fan <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. It's nathan fillion's cousin needs the money um uh, yeah but the, the fact that this is called the final shape crash does that mean anything does that mean no they have a showcase it? august where they're talking about the future of destiny 2 matt they were already ahead of you on like, but is the, is the future of destiny 2 the destiny 2 is over with the final shape and we're getting destiny 3 you know previously i would have said no matt you're crazy but lately there have been a lot of issues server issues and things like that popping up within destiny wasn't the game broken at one point on the xbox <laughs> yeah probably yeah i'm pretty it's sure had, i read that <laughs> had issues so that maybe regardless of like what they want it might be either time for an upgrade or time to like because this game is out on xbox one and ps4 correct yes yeah maybe it's sure. time to let some of those platforms go but i don't even know if the platforms are holding it back or it's just the way the game's constructed at this point sure do you think if if there's a world in which destiny 2 evolves into a place where it is no longer on ps4 and xbox one do you think that could happen and it's not destiny yeah. 3 but it's like it just doesn't yeah. exist on those platforms anymore i think i think there's a possibility of that if i'm gonna be 100 honest with you um just because at some point those platforms have to get dropped if the game wants to keep growing and adding new content or i, I think it's destiny 3 or it's Destiny 3, or it's Destiny drop numbers completely. Mm. I can see it. I, don't know. I got some wiggle room with this uh, by the time Final Shape, because they could also drastically change the world to where it would make sense to have a brand new game um, post-Final Shape, depending yeah. on what they do with that content-wise. So they could give themselves an out there in that regard. But we'll see what they decide to do. Well, you'll, we'll be, on, you'll be on the streets telling us, Chris, because you are our yeah. Destiny guy. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I got you guys covered. Um, we got a question from Top Left after all that that says, given how, how overhyped the PlayStation Showcase was and how disappointing it turned out to be, what do you think Xbox could do to capitalize on it via their showcase? And also, what are your thoughts regarding the Q uh, Q Light handheld? Are you interested? Do you think it's point or do you think it's a pointless product? Uh, let's start on the last thing here. Um, being the handheld. What a pointless piece of equipment. I don't think it's pointless. Interesting. Uh, it's 
a glorified remote play tablet. Yeah, and, and you could buy a backbone for probably a third of the price, maybe less, and it would do your job better because yeah, that sure. screen that they're putting on it is shite. It's crap. Sure. But you could say that about all of uh, Sony's peripherals. <laughs> no, no, 100%. I, I agree with you on that, but it yeah. just to me, it just, it just felt very... It felt very tone deaf from PlayStation, right. where where Xbox is moving in a play everywhere way, where it's like whatever device you want, whatever. Well, you wh can you can remote play to your phone right now. Yeah, yeah. So I don't. So why would I want this? For people who want it, <laughs> it's, it's literally for PlayStation fans. I don't think this is a case of where like they're trying to mass market it. I don't think they're trying to sell this as a handheld. I don't think it's any of those stuff. I think this is for PlayStation fans. Who like to own playstation things maybe sony i has think a you're lot reading of, too much into it sony has a lot of tablet prototypes somewhere in a warehouse and they're like we should probably get rid of these things from 2008 Four. oh <laughs> whack of whack them in a backbone we'll buy a lot of backbones on alibaba or aliexpress or whatever and uh yeah we'll do that i i just think it's a point i honestly i do think it's a pointless product the, the only I way think, sorry go on crash i think it depends on the price point I think exactly if, what I was gonna say. if it's like a $300 thing, I think it's way too expensive. If it's 400, it's way too expensive. The thing that I'm worried about with it is it has adaptive triggers. But it's going to be expensive. Probably. And have no battery life. Well, you've got to think about it from a controller point of view. How much is that PlayStation controller? Uh, it's like 70 bucks, right? Okay, so yeah. then 70 at the starting price. Let's say they yeah. get this. It's 200 bucks. Then I think two hundred. It's too I expensive. I think two hundred is too expensive. It's going to be two hundred. It has to be. I think it should be under one twenty. Yeah, I I think no. it should be a hundred bucks I, max. I think one fifty to two hundred is fine. You can it's get it on sale for like HD. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even like an OLED panel. Or I don't like, get. No, me neither. I don't. I generally don't get it. But what can Xbox do to capitalize? on their showcase for me it's just show exclusives like it's it's that weird I, it's that weird thing of and xbox obviously, it's it's so easy for xbox they just gotta show up if yeah. i'm gonna be honest you show up don't drop the ball don't have don't show nothing yeah and like i feel like that's impossible i think as long as you show stuff and the stuff doesn't look bad um, I think you'll be fine. I hope there's not an over-focus on Starfield. I well, will say that. They've got their own showcase, so... Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But you... Bro, I, I thought this was a layup for Sony. I'm just saying. No, you know? no. Like, like Now, it's like... For me, for Xbox, generally, I feel like it's just a case of show up, present whatever it is you're trying to present well, which is going to be. It's pre-recorded, so it's going to be. Um, and show us some of your exclusives. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I don't think there's any way they do this, but I would love for them to... F Big Phil comes out first thing, and he's like, hey, Sony and uh, Summer Game Fest, both great shows. Quick montage. Here's all the stuff that they showed you that's also coming Obviously to Obviously not. <laughs> real quick montage, real quick. Uh, blaster all that stuff. And then, uh, oh, also these ones are coming to Game Pass, probably. Honestly, um, Alan Wake? Wouldn't be surprised if we see it there. Nah. But well, we already know... Um, it's going to be at Summer Game Fest. Yeah, I, but I'm not saying in that regard. I'm saying if, like, Microsoft has a sizzle reel of, like, here's all the stuff at the start. Uh, whatever, you, know, they have those of reels, oh, you see yeah. Alan Wake there. No. Throw a marathon in there. Not marathon. When's, it, when's the showcase? Happen. Next week, right? Uh, no, Xbox is on the 11th. So, yeah, Jeez. not next week, week after. Okay, cool. So, we've got plenty of time to have prediction episodes. Um, 
a top left show up show me some games show me avowed show me fable show me forza show me the state of decay no they don't even need it they don't even need an indiana jones they don't need a contraband they don't need any of those games that all they need and i think we'll see contraband by the way um but just show me the stuff that you've already said that you're working on in some capacity to know that it's in a healthy space show me gameplay for three xbox exclusives and i'm good i think that's all you need and they gotta look good obviously not yeah but like if they're gonna show it they're gonna show games that look good yeah i agree you don't include starfield in that three yeah no 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 yeah no I, new no. new game gameplay of a game that we haven't seen before yes, yes i understand what you're saying yeah okay yeah um should we jump there in there, that's the end of that uh, should we jump in what's been our box real quick uh anyone been planning anything interesting they want to share with the class moving on to this week's dashboard uh xbox uh take another l in the news this week uh this one comes from windows central and says square enix uh playstation offered a better deal than xbox for final fantasy 16 uh an interview in game informer via uh tweet town recently shed light on why the hotly anticipated action rpg final fantasy 16 is skipping xbox and it's surprising uh, it's sadly unsurprising according to square enix playstation simply offered a better content acquisition deal than xbox quote Final Fantasy is one of Square Enix's most important franchises up there with Dragon Quest and uh, Kingdom Hearts series. When we do uh, begin development, we approach multiple platforms, multiple companies about releasing the game. And when you approach them, they go in to come back to us with their offers. Uh, Square Enix also, uh, also noted the deal also offers them a higher level uh, platform support with PlayStation engineers to the... Uh, implication that xbox does not uh xbox uh, sorry square enix also emphasizes the benefits of focusing optimizing on a single platform so it comes down to they offered more money and they believe they have a better infrastructure uh which they wouldn't be wrong about would they if we're being honest yeah. i think realistically playstation probably could have offered less money as well and just because the player base is bigger you're more likely to go there, right? Yeah, I think yeah. money talks at the end of the day. They're, they, the Square Enix clearly, I feel like once well, upon a time we're sitting here going, Square are going to sell, Square are going to sell. Square are not selling. They, they're in, a, they're in a, a, a market right now where they're going to show off a bunch of, they said it in this interview. We, we start development and we approach everybody. And who comes at us with the biggest bag is how our games end up on their platforms. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I, I do um, think yeah. it's stupid of Xbox though. Because yeah, Final Fantasy is one of those titles that you should drop stupid amounts of money on. So, I, yeah. I wonder if one of the contention points would be the Xbox Series S. Yeah, it would be. And I wonder if Microsoft will ever drop that. I don't think they do until the new SKUs come out, nope. right? I don't think they drop and it until the second lot of SKUs. The second lot of SKUs. I think we get a smaller S, a smaller X, and then we get a and then, the pro and then we get the pro version of that, which is the new version of Xbox. Ooh. Yeah. I also think there's an element of this where Xbox has no foothold in Japan where Final Fantasy is fucking massive. Yeah. And so like yeah, as a go on. I, I agree with that, but also console games don't sell like that in Japan in general. 
Final Fantasy well, doesn't Final sell Fantasy it on Japan? Huge. I don't think console games in general sell like that in Japan anymore, unless you're talking about a Switch or a mobile game. I'm not saying that they don't sell and they don't perform over there, that it's not worth no, still consideration. Game Sony's still selling in, in Japan. Like that? Yeah. I guess. Yeah, they are. They are, they are, they are. I like it. Well, look, the only way to sell this is for us to go to Japan altogether and, uh, and interview people on the street. Japan trip. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's a good, good That's what the people want. That's what the people want. The budget's, the the budget's not there. The budget's not there, guys. The budget's not there. The budget's not there. She's not here today. She's not here today. Um... I just think it. I think this is. If if it comes down to a case of money, this is one of the, the biggest L's in Xbox history for me. I I I, mean, I just think if to have an exclusive to have an exclusive Final Fantasy game on your platform is, is a no brainer. That gets too high where there isn't a rate of like you aren't getting that return. I don't think game. they need the return on. That's the point. It's figure out the number. Where you can be, oh. where you can be, uh, net positive, not net positive, um, like zero. So you don't make yeah, any money on it, but you don't lose any money on it, and that's the offer. Oh, what if that offer is not good enough for Square Enix? Then, the then thing. that's fine because that, that's Square a business Enix, at that point. Yeah, because Square Enix does make money from these games when they go to PlayStation. Yeah. What if Square Enix doesn't make enough money through those games? Because I'd imagine that's what it is. I do think that Microsoft would go to that point, but not beyond that point. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. I don't see them wanting to lose money on a square on a Final Fantasy sixteen. Um which is that's fine, you know? That's that's fine. I guess. Also, it. you know, uh, when this article comes out, Phil Spencer just gets to forward it to the CMA and go, <clears throat> mm, software's a little bit different. Mm. Like like this, it's a little bit different. I guess. Except I'm just saying exclusives. Exclusives exist. DMA. You're not wrong. Exist. You're not wrong. Tell you what, let's skip all the rest of these stories because they're pretty boring. Let's get into the uh, questions here. Uh, jump in, fix a sack. Uh, this one's from Hero Jeff. And he says, uh, I'm always looking for new games to play, especially smaller slash indie games. What are your recommendations for hidden sleeper hits? Matt, this question's here me. again on you. I know. It's yeah. been here now for three weeks, and that's all on me. Um, it, well, the, the difficulty here is, right, is that indie game is so general, right? So, like, if you if you nail it down a little bit for more hero for me, hero Jeff. I mean, if it, if it's anything, potion craft, check that out. What else is on Game Pass that you should check out? Uh, that new that new uh Pokemon game, Beast Cassette. Cassette Beast. Cassette Beast is great. Check that out. Yeah, uh, Tunic. Check that out. Okay. Fey Tactics. Check that out. Yes, Tactics. Little indie game from a little studio called Xbox. Yeah, yeah. There's also um, there's a game uh, you're probably unfamiliar is the Halo Master Chief Collection. Yeah. Ooh, uh, Halo Wars as well. Pretty. Mm, What's the thumbstick yeah. Halo game? I'm forgetting what it's called. That's not indie. That was developed by somebody else. You're a liar. <laughs> uh, moving on. All jokes aside. Uh, original Cookie Man. Uh, considering all the recent advancements in AI, search, art, research, tools, music creation, many games still struggle to provide a human-like opponent. In your experience, which games has provided you the best AI opponents? Question. Ooh. This is an interesting one because yeah. there are games out there where you do not want good AI. Stealth. Because if you're looking at a stealth game, exactly, sure. you don't want good AI in a stealth game. Um, it's, ve it's difficult. 
Oh, wow. Throw out there, like like you get to a point in fighting games where the AI is completely null and void, but like Smash Brothers, for like your average Smash Brothers player, the the level at which you can set the difficulty for AI in Smash Brothers is is quite impressive, I think. And I'm sure anybody who plays Smash Brothers for any meaningful length of time will laugh at that. But for me, top level Smash Brothers is I got a top question, level AI man. Smash Brothers is a bit of a nightmare. Go on. I, I got a question, Matt, and you can feel free to avoid answering this question. Mm -hmm. Why are you playing Smash Brothers against AI? You got no friends. If you ain't got no friends, online. Yeah, play it online. Because I'm shit. Nintendo, Crash, Nintendo online. Saying. Nintendo online is dead. Doesn't is that matter. Too? He's playing exactly. as computers. My, yeah, no my answer is going to sound like a meme, but I want to be deadly serious. I'm being deadly serious with this answer. The best AI I've ever faced in a video game is in Football Manager. Nah, you're laughing at me when you're yeah. listening to me when I say that, but Football Manager generally is one of the I best AIs in, in video games. You, I'm going to agree with that. You want to know why? Because I think it's a very similar reason to why something like XCOM is yeah. probably my favorite AI. It's because it's a tactics game and it's not a moment-to-moment. -moment. It's all decision-based, right? Yeah, exactly. I think Football Manager for me is like, if, if, if I play with a non-league team versus Manchester United, I'm going to get beaten 99 times out of 100. And then there's that odd occasion in football, real-life football, where the underdog does win that's what happens in football manager that's why it's one of the most addictive games in my life right um football yeah, to, to you... me what well, to me it's just like football football manager is that game if you if you said to me what game has the best ai probably not the the romantic answer you were looking for here origin cookie man and i do apologize for that but football manager is my answer for this 100 percent. other games with great ai that i've enjoyed splinter cell um i've always had fun with the ai and that um resident evil i think resident evil 2's ai when it comes to obviously mr x and then liquors and mm. the the zombies in that game i think are very good the problem is it's like any game once you know the patterns of them they're easy to to um to oh. beat again i play a lot of sports titles like nba as well nba's on the hardest difficulty for nba it's like you're playing a perfect. I imagine I've never played a professional basketball game, but I can imagine it's the it's the most simulated version of a professional basketball game. You know, yeah. so um, you've never shot yeah. with LeBron picks. I haven't. He just went out. He lost four zero crash. Lafora. He got swept. Yeah, I know. Got swept. Unbelievable. Rough, very quickly slight pivot on this question but similar enough um i did recently see somebody modded chat gtp into skyrim into an npc that follows you around and you can ask any question and it will respond to you in an ai voice that it's like found the answer on the internet and comes back it doesn't work because in the example i saw Never he was work. he was asking it what is the solution to this puzzle and it was like eagle snake whale and then he got shot with a bunch of arrows and died <laughs> hilarious maybe he did that for the meme maybe it does work better than that usually i don't know but what a fucking great idea. Love that. Have you seen the AI for World of Warcraft? Uh, wait, like a mod that creates its own storyline or whatever? No, no. So it's just no. voice actors, for, like voice automated. Oh. Did, you go, did you see it, Crash? <clears throat> yeah, yeah I've seen, seen it. it. I think it's cool. I think it's I think amazing. These, these stuff are very, very amazing. You could even say amazing as mods. Here's my the my thing worry that, is like... always the second it goes into like a developer's hands and developers decide to start using this stuff. Sure, and like it would be a horrible shame if voice actors never work ever again because this stuff gets so good. But I don't, I, sorry, go on, crash. I, I don't think it gets so good. 
You oh no, I know the why. No, I said no. Quality replaces. What I'm great. saying is, like in Pentiment, you can activate like narration, right? So that everything that is on screen is read by like yeah. Microsoft Trash. Sam, and it's horrible. Yeah. If 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 we got, you know. 20% better than that, and it was as good as it is in that World of Warcraft video that we're talking about, I would play Pentiment. Do you know what I mean? Like, like I can't read that much context. I can't read that much stuff, like, with my dyslexia and stuff like that, and I it, think, just, it puts me off playing that game, which yeah. I know is phenomenal. I think as an accessibility feature, I think the conversation is different. 100%. But, I think but when it's like, yeah. There's a gray area somewhere in the middle there, right? Where yeah, you start no, not hiring VO actors because of that. Anyway. Breaking news. We're excited to confirm that Forza Motorsports cover cars meet the stunning 2023 uh, one Cad Calic Racing V Series R and the Chevron 2024 uh, <laughs> and the Corvette E Ray. Um, Tune into the Xbox Game Show on June 11th for an up-close look at the cars and a full walkthrough of our single-player ge career gameplay during Forza's Monthly, uh, June 30th, to see you at the finish line, or start line. So, confirmed, Forza Motorsport will be at Xbox's Game Showcase on the 11th. I mean, if either of you had made that as a prediction, we would have had a full game. Yes, but I just thought it was a... It was still... It, we don't care about Forza like that. Still. Yeah. But guys, did you see the Formula One career mode this year though? No. You hyped for oh, it? it looks so good. But probably, I'm actually hyped. I actually gonna understand what's going on because I watched the Drive to Survive series now. I was gonna say that's why you yeah, yeah, yeah. this, right? I've I've been seeing so many more people get into F one. Brother, brother, brother. So let me tell you this. No 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 no. Let me say it like this. No one gives a fuck about the racing. Mm. Yeah, in, they turned it into reality TV. They did, and it's amazing. It's the best reality TV. I'll be honest with you, this last season of Drive to Survive was a little bit weak. Not enough drama. But I've fallen in love with Daniel Ricardo, And he doesn't even race anymore, Crash. And now he might be coming back. And, bro, I don't even care. I don't, I don't care about the racing. And that's why. Because, yeah, they've turned in, like Matt said, it's, a, it's the Kardashians of, of a sport. And mm. it's so fun. So you tell me they turned it into, like, wrestling? No. Better. Because it's not, yeah. it's actual human beings not playing, they're angry because they're actually angry. Seeing Lewis mm. Hamilton be pissed because he lost the race, or, or Max Verstappen swearing at everyone, and, and it's real emotions, it's real, it's real. Mm. But yeah, that's why it's I can't. Until you know that your camera's on you, and then it's all fake fix. Everything's fake. Everything on a camera in this world is fake. What, us right now? Yeah, it's all AI. I've been AI the whole time. <laughs> We just we all just became sentient. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, last one. Uh, we'll go from uh, Raya. Uh, they say, "What surprises, if any, uh, do you think Xbox has cooked up for their showcase? Could we get any more shadow drops or surprise game announcements?" Yes, I think we we'll, we will get a surprise game announcements. I do believe that. I don't think Xbox are dumb enough. No. To not do that, but no. No shadow drops. Yes, I was gonna say. Yeah, I do think surprise announcements. I do think we'll get a surprise announcement. I think no shadow drop. Agree. Matt got like the smirk, like he got some shit to say. I think there might be a shadow drop, and if you want to hear what I think that shadow drop might be, 
then you have to tune in next week, which I'm sure will be our Xbox predictions episode. Most certainly oh, will. We'll get there so next yeah, week. Next week. I'm next gonna week. confirm to no, no. I'm gonna dial into Pizza Bet right now for that oh. shadow drop. <laughs> oh. Do you want to take it? What you not it's, even knowing what I'm gonna suggest? I don't even want to know. I just want to know how big of a game are you suggesting as a shadow drop? See, we can't we can't get there without discussing it properly. Let's we'll discuss it, it next, next week. week. We'll just do it next no, week. I want to confirm. I want to lock in this pizza bet <laughs> right now. <laughs> He's locking it in, Matt. You either extend the hand or you say no. Well, I got no, because he's going to be mad. If he locks it in now and then I say it next week, he's going to be upset about it. But he's locking it in. That's his problem. Yeah, that's my problem. All right, fine. Lock it in. Shadow drop. Okay. Shadow drop of the thing. Of the thing. Well done. Wait, a thing? A no, game. A game. If it's not a game, no, it's not, yeah, it's not even the same. And that's not even the same thing. That's I'll not even the same you. thing. It has to be a game. Anyway, the more I'm thinking about it, the less, the less I actually think it's going to happen. So, so it's not a game. It, one versus one hundred. Oh Shadow God, drop. Bam. <laughs> Are you saying DLC? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Oh no. no that doesn't count. Wanna... That doesn't count. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not pizza betting no DLC. Because that can shadow drop, and that's realistic. No, no. Never saw it. Nah, that doesn't count. Doesn't count. Take it back. Doesn't count. Take it back. Let's plug, 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 and get ourselves out of here, Matt. We got to plug this week. Uh, follow my Xbox and me, the YouTube channel. Do the subscribing thing and hit the hit the thumbs hit the thumbs up on the things. Is there a future that, game that show got a show coming up? Yeah, we do actually. Yeah, we have a showcase coming up on the tenth of June. We'll be reacting. Cool stuff in it, man. We'll be cool stuff in it. We'll be I'm reacted. not gonna say. I'm, you're gonna react to it? Yeah, it's your show. Oh, that's very sweet. I don't know what I'm gonna be doing. I might I might be in London for it, and then if I am, then you're just gonna come to the London event, and then you ain't gonna react to it. Say less. Sounds like free drink to me. Uh, Chris, what you got to plug this week? Uh, the My Xbox and Me podcast reviews over on um, the a uh, Apple podcast spot, you know, whatever. Uh, we got a new review. What? Oh, my goodness. I'll leave it for next week. Another now. No, next week's going to be predictions, so you've got to go for it. Okay. Um, the whole title oh! cuts out. So Crash, we got one of them from the UK. Well? Okay. Well, uh, this one is. What a day. Uh, five stars. And the part of the title that I can read, one of the best Xbox podcasts out TH. I assume it says there, but I'm not. Can't confirm that. Okay. Who knows? Uh, this came on Tuesday. It's from Azil Raziel. I think I said that right. If I didn't, I apologize. Um, the review is, it's five stars as well. Of course. Uh, as someone who listens to many other Xbox podcasts, I can confidently say that MC Fixer is one of the best hosts of any Xbox podcast that I've listened to. You can feel the dynamic between the hosts, and each one is able to speak for good lengths and getting their points across with minimal interruptions. Constant interruption during talking points is a huge pet peeve of mine. So keep up the great work, and congratulations on eight years of podcasting. Unfortunately, Matt P lied to you. Unfortunately, <laughs> Matt P so to get on the podcast and deceive everybody. That's all. Next week, Matt's going to be like, uh, my prediction is I'm not going to be here next week for the podcast. <laughs> he's not. so happy. That's hilarious. I love thank that. You for the, uh, thank you for the five-star review. Thank you for the kind words. And I don't know if I agree on the MC fixed point, but everything other than that. You, you know, know what's crazy? I don't agree with him either. I can barely read. 
listening to this podcast yeah i mean i think i'm very entertaining and i think i do a good job of passing i try we interrupt each other we do but again we've we've we're in three different parts of the world (laughs) it's very hard not to it's hard to know sometimes when somebody's gonna stop speaking and you think they're gonna stop speaking is i think the big thing is we've been doing this long enough now that we have our we have our chemistry is the big thing between us all so it works uh we also have a five-star review uh and it reads like this quality I've been listening for around a year and have to say I very much enjoy the banter and game chat. It's almost uh, like the sort of chats you have with your mates. Full disclosure, I don't own an X. I don't own an Xbox as I'm a PlayStation guy, but I do subscribe to Game Pass and play in cloud. one of the best xbox podcasts i've listened to down to earth informative and quite often funny keep up the work boys potato from lee ellis shout out to you lee you know one thing i'm a bit disappointed is lee you didn't kick you didn't kick your grandma down the stairs mate you didn't kick her down you know no 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 hospital true 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 you're right you're right you're right every review we got is somebody kicked the ground (laughs) you're right that is fascinating though lee can you let let us know jump in the youtube comments or in the discord or something let me know what you're playing currently on on cloud and stuff because that is fascinating and also like do you have a controller do you have a backbone i'm interested (laughs) matt what's the full story (laughs) i really do also one one question i have do you play multiplayer games on the cloud no way he's a playstation player he said he's playstation and so you've got to assume that he's playing his fortnite and whatnot on the playstation yeah but yeah Mm. like if he plays any game or he has any experience like what that experience was and if xcloud sort of may have ruined it for him or he didn't really notice it that's i want to know everything i want to know your internet speed lee i want to know where is the channel be my best friend Yes. Um, what we're going to plug this week? Um, we're having some internal discussions um, about some things. Well, yeah, you don't, you didn't respond, but yeah, uh, <laughs> we are. We're having some internal discussions. Um, I think we we like talking. We like doing the podcast. I think we want to start doing more podcast content, amongst other things, is the big thing. Um, so it's not confirmed or nothing like that. Again, we we make this we make this show for you guys, and we'll keep pivoting in ways that we want to. Um, the idea, though, that at least I put in the in the Discord, which I think is a good idea. I think, and maybe it isn't, maybe it's not. Let us know in the Discord. Let us know on Twitter. Things like that. Um, we're thinking about changing the name of the YouTube channel as a whole and calling it something like the Ami Network or some the Ami podcast or something like that and then being able to do multiple different shows on the youtube channel and then obviously on podcast services again your podcast service feed right here on my xbox and me won't change in the slightest don't worry about anything like that um we'd have separate podcast feeds for all of our different shows um but yeah i think like we could have done a breakdown of the the PlayStation show over on my PlayStation and me. Um, when Nintendo drop a Zelda game or a game that we're all interested in, we can do my ten- my Nintendo and me. Um, I know Matt's very passionate about D and D, my D and D and me. Um, you know, there's there's so much stuff that we can do and we want to do. I think we all just struggle with how to brand it and where we're gonna put it. And I feel like the first change, the first real big change um for my xbox and me is just to change the the and we joke about on the podcast each week right about like 
oh it is the me part of the podcast mm. and it's like so what's stopping us from having a uh, my personal life and me you know us just mm. talking about things that are not video game related films things like that um stuff that lets us get our personality across a lot more than we currently do um none of them none of what i just said is confirmed none of what i just said is correct i don't think i don't think we would ever uh hit the numbers we've hit like we have on my xbox and me i feel like it would become more a sporadical um show my playstation and me would be when a big playstation game drops and we're all playing it like a god of war or horizon or or we some of us get into vr or whatever the case may be you know i just feel like my xbox and me is our baby it's it's the biggest product we do obviously the people that listen like lee and other people listen to the podcast there's so much that can be done i don't want to limit us limit ourselves just because we like xbox and maybe if we can change that to the and me brand and take it that next step further maybe we'll 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 grow quicker and not only that maybe we'll be able to exercise our our um creative juices a little bit more because i feel like right now we feel a little trapped uh so yeah let us know we do want your feedback on that let us know if you think that's a good idea if you're a playstation fan or a pc guy or a nintendo guy or uh you like dnd or whatever the case may be uh let us know and uh no ideas are stupid so please do reach out with them uh, i'll be keeping a close eye on the discord especially uh around all of this so yes um question anything to plug before i get off leave another review uh, the uk is catching up and i don't like that <laughs> the british are coming the british are coming uh until next time we will love you we will leave you we'll see Wait. you all later and fork okay oh come on goodbye <laughs>